Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of A Shot of Melanin with your girl Michelle. Now I do need to apologize for the fact that there was no podcast last week. So if y'all know what's going on in Ontario, if not, I'll give you kind of the lowdown of what's going on. But basically what's happening is here, teachers are striking for um, not only salary, but they're also striking for better working conditions. So what happens is while they're striking means that there's no school and my eldest is in school. So what that means is I got to play mommy and teacher during the days that they're striking because there's no school, right? So you want to keep the curriculum going, you know, reading, writing, whatever it is. So I have not even gotten a chance to create content to even uh, sit down and make a podcast. I didn't get the chance to. When that child goes to sleep, oof, child, know that my ass is knocked out too. So just wanted to apologize on uh, all that. So so right now I'm recording. This is Thursday. So when y'all are going to be listening to this, it's going to be Friday. So first and foremost, happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there, to the single ones and to those in couples, happy Valentine's Day. You know what I find about Valentine's Day, though? I feel as though it's really celebrated a lot amongst um, couples just because it's like, oh, it's all lovey-dovey. It's about dates. It's about reflecting on the relationship. But I also think Valentine's Day is a great time for self-love. You know, like if you ain't got a date, I I just hate the fact that a lot of people kind of rush into trying to get a guy or a girl for Valentine's Day. And I understand, you know, some people are in their feelings. They feel lonely around that time of the year. They don't got to meet. And some people are like that. Not everybody, but think of it this way. For those who are single, use this time for some self-love. You know, take yourself to a movie, go to a restaurant, have just, you know, I guess it would be really looked at as self-care. But, um, yeah, do 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 that. Do you because at the end of the day you need to love yourself more. And if you love yourself if you love yourself a lot or you know how well to love yourself, you'll do better loving somebody else, right? You have to put yourself first, right? So and listen, for those who are couples, listen, me and my partner have been together for almost eight years, you know. Sometimes, you know, we'll probably take days where we just wanna, you know, have some self-love. I do my thing and my little baby here is my podcast. It's my little hobby away from being a mother, away from being a girlfriend slash fiance. So um, this is my little thing, whereas he has his own little hobby to kind of like for his own kind of sanity. And I guess it's a form of self-care as well. But um, definitely for those who are single, man, Go out, do something for you, treat yourself out, get your nails done, girl, whatever it is, hair, nails, makeup, all of that. So, um, yeah, by by the time y'all listen to this podcast, it'll be Valentine's Day. I heard that um, February 13th is Black Love Day. So if that's the case, then happy Black Love to all my black people out there. So uh, Black Again, black couples, black singles, happy black love on Thursday, February 13th, if that's true. If it's not true, y'all DM me. Let me know if I'm wrong. I just saw it somewhere. I don't know where I saw it, but it was Black Love Day on February the 13th, Thursday the 13th, before people think it's like Friday the 13th. So, 
Um, so today's episode, I'm just gonna um, talk about, I guess it's kind of topic centered around love or whatever, but it's more like a bone that I have to pick with other people. So if you guys were aware, um, Sierra posted, um, or I think it was Russell, Russell Wilson posted a picture of Sierra. Sierra and Russell are now expecting their second child together. They have uh, one girl, and you know that Sierra has a son with her ex-fiance future. So in total, that's like, what, three kids that they're having, but two with the couple. Anyways, I think this was this past week. If not this past week, it was last week. And um, he posted a picture of his um, his wife pregnant. And let me just say, okay, she looks stunning. Like, she really... Like, she really looks stunning. Okay, so there's like two people who I think look so far i think look so good after pregnancy and that's beyonce and that's because i'm an avid beyonce fan but mind you she does look good (laughs) after she had three kids and then so beyonce and sierra anyways um so they basically posted a picture to announce that they are expecting again and they're expecting baby number three and um of course if you read the comments everybody's of course you know happy for them and you'll find a, a few comments from women that are asking Sierra for that prayer. Now, listen, y'all need to stop asking her for this prayer. Because if y'all watched Red Table talk, you would know that she's already addressed this situation. Basically, she said that she had to f- take some time uh, to figure out herself, to love herself. And when she put herself first... Um, that kind of allowed her, uh, well, rather, when she left Future and focused more on herself and her son, it allowed her to be open to love again. And from the mistakes and trials and error of dating Future, she knew what she wanted in a partner. So if y'all did not watch Red Table Talk, I mean, watch it. It's a very old episode. She does discuss it there. I don't think there was a prayer from what my memory um, serves me correctly. Mind you, I could be wrong. I totally forgot. It's an old video. If you haven't seen it, then y'all need to go see it because I don't know why you guys keep asking for this prayer. Anyways, so what I'm just trying to get to. So, of course, there's the women that are saying um, that they want that prayer. And then there are people who are, you know kind of coming at through the comments and basically coming at those women who want those prayers and you know I feel as though for the most part they're right um so like I remember reading this comment and a guy said y'all want a Russell but you guys will constantly put Russells in the friend zone to get yourself a future and I had to sit down and think about it like hey right he right you're so right for most of us it's like we want a Russell, but we keep chasing after futures. And then we get mad and wonder why God <laughs> doesn't place uh, good guys in our life. Oh, he does. You just keep friending, friend zoning them, sis. So um, uh, he did make a valid point. I mean, I'm just trying to think like in my own personal life, have I had a bad, like I'm not really into the bad guy. I don't even understand how women are into bad guys. Um... 
I'm not trying to be no ride or die. Like, that's just not me. I'm not going to jail for nobody. I'm not wasting my time while somebody's in jail. Like, no, that's just never been me. But, like, have I ever been with a bad guy? I don't, like a, like a, I don't know, bad boy, I guess you call it. Have I ever been with him? No. I think I've been with the nice guys. Um, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've friend-zoned anybody. Um... Mm-mm. It's either I was interested in them or not. I never friend zoned them. I never kept them around as friends or anything. Um, anyways, whatever. Um, all I had to say. So yeah, there was those comments, and then, um, of course, there are the typical comments from like a whole bunch of men saying Russell is corny. Now I don't understand any of this. Y'all need to explain to me why you think Russell is corny, and. If corny means that he's bigging up his wife, making her feel sexy and wanted, basically meeting her love language and just all around being a supporting husband, if that's the definition of corny, then y'all need help. No, no, no. Y'all need Jesus because ain't nothing wrong with it. If that's corny, sign me up because I don't see anything wrong with bigging up your wife, um flexing for the gram and telling everybody what kind of wife and mother she is. I don't see anything wrong with doing that. And you know what? Um, if you do that, it just it's just nice. I mean, mind you, there's some women who are not into that stuff. But it seems as though for the most part, if you're looking at Ciara's um, Instagram and you see the comments and how people are like, oh, I want myself a wrestle, then for the most part... You can imagine how many women want themselves to wrestle, right? So um, I don't see anything wrong with it. And if y'all are calling him corny, I need to understand as to why he's corny. So you guys could leave a comment um, in our DMs or you guys even send us a voice message on Anchor and just kind of explain to me as to why men think he's corny. Um, I don't really quite understand it. Personally, I don't think anything corny about him. I just think he's sweet. I think he's romantic. I think he's really in tuned with what women want. Some of y'all men could use some um, words of, um, I don't know, some get some advice from him on how to treat a woman because some of y'all men need some help, honestly. Uh, but uh, I don't think anything's wrong with that. But And I'm sure there's always going to be somebody who's going to say, yes, there's something wrong with that. I think that's honestly healthy, a healthy relationship. I'm sure both parties um, support each other, encourage each other. I'm sure Sierra's doing the same thing, like, oh, my husband and, and, you know, showing him off and, oh, I'm so glad, I'm so lucky to have him. And she does say that in interviews, um, how lucky she was to meet Russell. And, and it's just a situation of sometimes you have to go through hell in order for you to realize that's hell and get out of it so that it opens up the opportunity to receive heaven or to basically get better. Um, so I don't see anything wrong with um, Russell. I think um, people who think that he's corny, y'all have issues because ain't nothing wrong with him. Something's definitely wrong with you. Uh, maybe... Um, I don't know. Maybe some people think it's corny because that's 
I can, I mean, some people argue that they might be just flexing for the gram and it's possible, right? They might have some, um, really good PR people and they're probably like, yo, people are eating this up. Um, keep going, keep going, keep going. It could be, or it could really be a situation that they're in love. I find like where, I don't know if it's a human nature thing, but we tend to shit on things or always find um, problems with something. So um, they they post a picture. Oh, I bet they're not like that. I bet you they're just flexing for the ground. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not possible. I mean, in today's social media era, that I'm not even surprised if people are really just, you know, creating a persona for themselves, um, putting themselves in a specific light, and they're really nothing like that. Not even surprised. But in the event that they are actually really like that, I think that's really nice. I think um, seeing things like that, it's positive. It's positive uh, in terms of it shows what black love looks like. It doesn't portray the black man as a fuck because I'm tired of seeing that narrative. Um, that all we're good, uh, that we're mis- that all black men are good at is misogyny, being misogynistic towards our black women. Doesn't show us black women as being angry or loud or obnoxious or whatever. I it shows black couples in a good light, and I think we need to see more of that because for some people they need to see what it's like to be in a healthy, loving relationship. Because some of y'all are in some toxic relationships. Like, y'all be doing, like, what's that movie? Um, you know, in, uh, why did I get, why did I get married? Tasha and, what's his name? Marcus. Y'all be like Tasha and Marcus bickering over God knows what probably foolishness so I kind of like the narrative so even if it is a stunt I hope it's not I pray it's not but I wouldn't be surprised if it isn't but even at that I just kind of like the narrative and I mean it's not just um um Russell and Sierra um we also see it with J and B we see it with um a lot of other black couples and I think that's a great narrative to have um, I think it's healthy um, that it's couples that are building each other up rather than tearing each other down. Uh, like I saw one of tearing down and it just, Lord, I'm sure everybody saw this video. Oh, child, it hurt my heart. But uh, I'm sure you all saw the video of that little girl who got her hair cut. Her mom uh, cut off her braids because obviously felt some type of way towards her child's father. Now that to me is toxic, right? Even if y'all not together, you know, work it out for the kid. You know, if it was a situation that he braided, got her hair braided without her, the mother's consent, I could see where this problematic. I could see the breakdown in communication, but ain't no way I'm cutting off my child's hair. Oh, hell. Oh, seriously. That's some petty ass. Anyways, all that to say, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that because that video was hella disturbing. And it, as a mother myself watching that video, it was hard for me to see that little girl crying. I just wanted to, to go and hug her. Like if I could go through the screen and hug her, I would. Uh, anyways, just so that I don't get off topic, but I think it's really good to have um, examples and show people what 
black love looks like and uh, just because we are always perceived so negatively in in media either men are thugs pimps drug dealers um disrespectful to their women misogynistic um uh, all of it you name it um, and then the women are loud or sluts quote unquote sluts strippers if it's that uh anything we're just given the negative aspect and i think these these examples such as Sierra and Russell are really good for us it's and it's great for the next generation to know and I like that because it puts it puts men now on a higher pedestal. So as women, we should now have our, how do I explain it? We, as women, we should ask that we get this from um, our men, nothing less. So you need to be coming at me with nothing but praise and support um and nothing less than that i'm not saying and i'm sure i feel like i'm gonna get this in in comments and dms well what are the women bringing to the table i'm not just saying that women get a pass of course women have to be bringing something to the table too right so um i think it should be equal you know you guys are coming together you come equally and you guys are both praising each other supporting each other and showing love and you've heard our previous podcast on dating on relationships you know your love language hella important for you to understand and learn your partner's love language you need to learn yours or know yours what makes you feel loved and what does your partner uh what does your partner um need to feel loved and once you guys are talking each other's love language yo straight chilling so um, I don't see anything wrong with quote-unquote Russell Wilson corny. I just think those who uh, are calling him corny. And, and you know what's funny? I hear a lot from the men. I don't know if y'all are low-key, like, salty or something, like, that he got Sierra. But, like, people were even clowning Victor, Victor and Carucci. Because, Victor lo- because of the way Victor dresses, like, come on, you guys. It's really not that serious. <laughs> okay, so what? He doesn't dress like, I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't dress like, I don't know, Prince Akeem. Whatever. Who cares? It's not like he dresses terribly. Maybe it's not as fashion forward, but it is pretty fashionable. And they're both treating their women well. So, um, I don't understand. And I need some of y'all men to kind of come at me and figure out as to why y'all think he's corny. I don't think anything's wrong with him. I don't know any corny people. I don't even know. I don't even know any corny men. Um, but I kind of, I kind of like their relationship, and I, and you know what? They even have. I mean, just aside from them, they even have like pages that you will find on Instagram about couples, um, that are, um, like literally like a team. And I think that's definitely a goal when you're entering a relationship, you need to be a team, right? So, uh, I don't know. I just think that it's the most craziest thing when I hear he's the word corny. I'm like, what is the definition of corny? 
Like, honestly. No, and I don't mean in the sense of, like, pull it up. I'm like, what's y'all definition of corny? Because I feel like corny is defined by different people. Uh, is corny defined as the fact that he's um, very in touch with his emotions? That he is very much in love with his wife? Like, huh? If that's corny, like I said, sign me up. Shoot, I want a corny guy. Anytime. Because I don't think that's right that people are calling him corny. But that's just me. I do need to, like, ask, though, like, what is Russell? Because I'm, like, I'm just, like, looking at him. And what I mean, what is what? I don't mean, like, what is Russell? I just mean, like, I'm looking at his pictures. And I'm like, how is his hair so straight? Either he has a perm up in that, that's a lace front. Like, Sierra, you might have a lace front on or something. Because the way his hair is, I'm like, is that? Or does he straighten his hair? I'm confused because in some of his pictures, it's curly. In other parts of his pictures, it's straight. Well, I don't know. Like, he looks like Rico Suave, like, honestly. And I just want to know, like, Russell, you black black or? I, I'm not, like, questioning him. I'm just, like, kind of, like, shoot. I don't know no man that have hair like him. So I'm just, I just want to know. <laughs> Russell, is that a lace front? <laughs> it's okay if you wear a lace front. I'm, I'm okay with that. As long as your wife's okay with it. I'm sure the world, the rest of the world can get behind it. But I just want to know, like, what is he mixed with? I, you know what? I should probably just um, Google that just to see what he's mixed with. But um, yeah. But one thing I will definitely say about um, the whole Russell and um, Sierra thing, um, just off of Sierra's side, it, listening to her story made me think of um, dysfunction and how for a lot of us, being in dysfunctional relationships is kind of normal. When you've been through so many dysfunctional relationships, you start to think that that's normal in um, that's just how it's going to be. You're, if you're with this guy, it's going to be dysfunctional. Another guy, it's just that this is it. This is the norm. And so it, it's, I guess it, it's a way of reprogramming yourself, um, because she obviously had to reprogram herself to see that this is dysfunctional. It is not working. And you know, Sierra's track record, record, right? Like she had dated Bow Wow. She dated 50 and None of them look like, no, <laughs> sorry. They don't look like anything like Russell. They don't, they look like they could be dysfunctional men themselves, right? So it's, it's in terms of looking at the men that she's been with, she probably thought that this is, this is normal, right? Until um, she finally, I guess you could say had her final straw. I mean, how many times I'm sure everybody has gone through this where you've gone through nothing but problems and previous relationship and you just can't catch a break. And then finally you take, you take a look at yourself and you look back and you go, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of always feeling like shit. I'm tired of being in these relationships that drain every little thing out of me. And I come out of it feeling like shit. So I think for her, she probably had that, especially cause you know, with future, she was baby mama number what? I don't know. Five? Four? I don't know. But she was baby mama number whatever. 
And at one, at one point, she's just going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of the drama. I'm sick of it. I think a lot of people kind of go through that point where they're like, you know, I'm just, I'm just over it. I'm tired of it. And I want, you kind of want the cycle to change. You don't want it. You don't want to go into another dysfunctional relationship and it becomes tiring and exhausting. And honestly, I feel as though people who keep going through these things, yo, I, I'm not even mad at why some people don't even want to get into relationships again and they just want to be by themselves because you deal with it. Like, the percentage of dealing with somebody who has issues and baggage over somebody who is um, good with themselves, respectful, is able to de- have or has been dealing or has um, dealt with their issues like you tend to deal more with the brokenness than not right in relations I mean plus or minus maybe it's not always the case but just looking at her you kind of realize that especially because she was engaged to future and she had to say to herself you know like I don't want to deal with this anymore and I guess it comes down to settling like getting to that point where you realize I don't want to settle for this type of dysfunction. Like, I don't think it's healthy. And at the time she had children, right? So she has to think of not only her, but she also has to think about her, her child. Does she want this dysfunction to continue? Because yo, children are not stupid. Okay. They pick up on everything. So what your child sees, chances are, He's going to, he or she's going to think that's normal and it's going to continue the cycle, right? So you want to break generational curses, right? Could you imagine if Tiara never broke it off with Future, got married, and she's, he, her son, Future, constantly sees her, the father disrespecting her mother, going out, probably having an affair. Well, guess what? Little Future is going to think that's normal. And so it's just going to continue. Right. So I think sometimes for her and especially myself as a parent, you have to I find like people think, oh, it's selfish that you would want to break up the relationship. But don't 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 um, um, think of the children. I feel like that's like the previous generation, whereas millennials like my generation, we're not standing for it. Like if we're not happy, we're not happy and we're moving on. Right. Like I I don't think anybody wants their children, especially because a lot of millennials we're in, we're kids growing up and we had to deal with the dysfunctions in our parents. And we knew, but I'm never doing that. I don't ever want to be that. And so we try to be better adults growing up and better parents being, uh, so that we don't end up like our parents. Right. So I think, you know, it's a situation that if something's not working, um, then just let it be. Don't even settle like you know like there's so many things in life that you have to work towards and don't get me wrong relationships you have to work at it but if you have to work so hard that it's compromising your happiness and you're just doing it for the kids kids ain't stupid shoot they are not stupid they could pick up on bullshit a mile away so I think personally in terms of um not settling 
when you remove yourself from dysfunction and you work on fixing yourself and being a better human being and being happier in the skin that you're in and maybe also being happier alone, sometimes you need to be selfish. And I find that as a parent, a lot of parents will put their kids first and not themselves. Uh, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I tend to put my kids first too, but I'm learning now, 2020, I am doing things I'm trying to do things for myself. I'm trying to be a little bit more selfish because at the end of the day, um, not only do you need to be okay with your situation, um, the situation that you're in, not only do you need to be happy, but your happiness, your kids will see that mommy or daddy is happier. And if you're happy, you become a better parent. You could parent better than if you're unhappy. And it's also teaching your kids, you know, hey, if I'm ever in a situation where I'm unhappy, I need to put myself first. I need to think about myself. And I don't see anything wrong with parents splitting up, right? Um, You know, life happens. For example, I don't think Ciara intended to break up with future. Maybe she did. I don't know. But I don't see anything wrong with people breaking up it's hard especially when kids are involved where it could end amicably but I don't see anything wrong with ending things finding yourself and co-parenting um I mean as long as you work towards creating a solid foundation for your children and continue to take care of yourself so that they see the best of their parent, um, I think that's great. I think, you know, previous generation was all about, oh, we have to stick it out for the kids. But in the end, those kids suffer because then they see dysfunctional relationships. They see bad habits. They see, I don't know, um, maybe tension between mom and dad because they don't get along. So I, I, I do believe that, you know, the, the lesson in, I guess, her journey is um, sometimes you just need to take time out, right? Take some time out for yourself. Reflection, reflection is really good. You know, sit down with yourself and be alone with yourself and reflect. Is this what you want? Um, are you happy with what you want? And in the situation that you're in, what will your children take out of this? So if this is the situation, you're with a partner and he's constantly cheating on you and he's constantly coming home drunk. Is this the environment that you want your child to be in? Is this the example that they want to take from it? Do they want, do you want them to learn that it's normal for daddy to, to be cheating, to come home smelling like alcohol? Real talk, if that was me, I don't want that. You know, I've got two kids. I've got one girl and one boy, right? So I really need to set up an example for my daughter and know that in terms of a loving relationship, your man shouldn't be disrespecting you, shouldn't be calling you names. Um, They should, you know, have a healthy communication. And for my son, I need to... um, show him, you know, how to tend to a woman's needs and how not to be a fuck boy, honestly. <laughs> so, 
Um, I think, you know, as much as um, he Russell's lucky that he got himself a CR, she's lucky too to get herself. I guess you could say they're both very lucky to have each other, right? Um, and for Ciara, she's in the public eye, so we learned that she didn't settle and she decided to end things. And mind you, she was engaged, right? So she cut it off to say, you know what? I'm better than this. And, you know, I feel like everybody has that moment where they say to themselves, yo, listen, I am better than that. And it doesn't have to be even a relationship. Like, it could be a job where you say, you know what? I've had enough of it. Like, I've seen situations or heard situations of people who were in jobs that were just not, it was just not healthy. It was having an effect on their mental health as well, right? And they just, like, I'm done. And, you know, I think as human beings, we have to learn not to settle in life. And I'm, I'm not just talking in relationships, friendships, um, in job aspects, whatever it is. Listen, if anything I've learned so far in that one month of two, 2020 is, life is hella short. Y'all saw how Kobe passed away and we didn't see it coming. Life is hella short. And if you don't do the things that you want to do now, well, you know, tomorrow could be your day and it's time for, and that's when it's time for you to go. So don't settle. If you're not happy, just, just let it go. Let it go because it is not worth, you know, dragging your feet in our job that you're not happy in. It's not worth dragging yourself in a relationship that just makes you cry at night like just let it go you know and I'm I'm sure it's easier said than done especially when somebody's romantically involved with someone oh but you had years invested I know it takes it takes a while for people to kind of withdraw themselves out of a relationship shit it takes time for them to withdraw themselves out of a job right like you have to go hunting for another job find that job, do the interviews before you can even leave the old job for the new one. So I understand that some people are really invested in these things and it's harder to let go. But somebody said to me so eloquently is, if you don't allow your, if you do not let it go, you don't allow yourself to receive the blessings that are waiting for you. So... Listen, she let it go, and there was a blessing waiting for her. And, and I commend him, and I also commend his mother, because I don't know if y'all heard, um, uh, she did a podcast recently. Russell's mom was telling Russell, listen, if you want to love Russell, um, if you're going to love Ciara, you're also going to have to love her son and take that little boy like it's your own. And honestly, I commend her because I don't know what it is. I just feel like there's a narrative that single mothers are, um, I don't know, they're washed up, they're no good, they have baggage, they have issues, or whatever the narrative is for single mothers. Um, not all single mothers have baggage and issues. I'm just saying, right? So I think that's great, and I, I it does um, create a different discussion in terms of you could still find love even though she's from a failed relationship, right? Um, I, I hear a lot 
of times, and maybe this is maybe the location that I'm in, or what I've known, a lot of men, single men, don't want to get involved with um, women who have uh, kids. I know it's a different narrative. I, I mean, maybe it might not be a different narrative. Maybe to some degree it might be the same narrative for single fathers. Some women don't want to be caught up in the baby mama drama. And I get it because you never know what you're getting, right? You don't know the deck that is going to be dealt in terms of what is the child of their parent like? Are they crazy or are they normal? But um, I guess you don't know until you you get yourself into a relationship like that, right? And you see. um, And I think that all around, I I honestly think that it's, um, it's a great thing that the mother did to explain that to Russell. Um, and I think a lot of mothers need to teach their sons um, how to be loving, supporting husbands. Um, and to kind of be in touch with that that emotional side, you know, like it's okay to be vulnerable. And I think a lot of men struggle with being vulnerable and um, acting out emotions and, and saying how they feel. Um, but it's okay. At the end of the day, we are all human. We all feel. We feel great one day. We feel shitty another day. We want to we wanna, uh, feel love. We want to receive love. Like, we're human. We ain't immortal. We ain't a god. You know, so I'm... I, I, I don't know. I just think that that was a great thing of uh, the mom to kind of instill in her son. I hope I get to do that because, shoot, uh, like I said, I want to raise a good, respectable young man. And, um, yeah, I'm not all about, you know, um, telling, you know, like babying my son. I'm not trying to baby my son at all. You know, I am going to give. And I guess that's maybe off of my experiences with dating and relationship with men. I know what type of man I want my son to be, right? I want him to be smart when it comes to relationships. I don't want him to be um, walked over. I don't want him to be um, like, I don't know, like mocked, but I want him to understand there are women out there that are for him and there are women that are just going to dog him. But to not... Pay any attention to the women that are going to dog him. Completely turn a blind eye to continue down the path and really, um, you know, respect the one that is supporting you, that's showing you love. And if that woman is showing you love, you need to show that woman love too, right? Because like I said, the last thing I want to do is raise a son that's a future. Oh gosh, no, I don't want that at all. And you know what? No disrespect to future. You know what? You got how many baby mamas? Good for you. Um, But um, I don't want that (laughs) for my son. So what is the moral of the story for today's podcast? Um, The moral of the story is um, if you are a wrestler, you are not corny. Um, Some of us women like ourselves a wrestle. Um, and that, um, on the flip side for anybody who, um, is kind of going for a period of self-reflection 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. Reflect and, you know, drop conclusions and don't settle. And work towards finding yourself, fixing your issues. Um, And when you allow yourself um, to get out of those situations, you are also allowing yourself to receive your blessings. So um, I think that would be the moral of today's podcast. Um, yeah, I definitely would say that. So um, fixed self-reflection is great. Um, keep yourself open to receive your blessings. Um, men that are quote-unquote cornballs is just some salty ass people honestly because they probably um aren't that and they want to be that and they can't be that and they're just low-key salty so you keep doing you um because we need more wrestles in the world so yeah (laughs) so that has been our um this next episode of a shot of melanin i do still want to know what is your definition of a cornball um, and is Russell really corny to y'all? And um, do you agree that if you get yourself out of a bad, well, a situation like how Sierra got out of future, that she basically allowed herself to be blessed with Russell? Um, and do you agree in terms of not settling? If so, just leave us a comment. And again, if you have anchor, you can even send us a message and we can even play your messages if you want to um, on our next podcast. Um, And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at a shot of melon. Sorry, a shot of melon. Until next time, guys, stay fly.